Hi Anand. Hello. Isn't it a fine cloudy Friday in Bangalore? Yes, apparently and the coldest May in the coldest day in May in yeah. 22 years. One of my friends met an uh, met an old man from Bangalore and he was wearing a sweater and he said Oh this reminds me this reminds me of the days when I was younger and Bangalore used to be cold in May so <laughs> we're feeling the backlashes of many cyclones but yeah. I think we are happy with the weather in Bangalore versus yeah. what we experienced oh my goodness in Delhi yeah that was extreme but every time i said to somebody um about how strange this weather is i was told to keep my mouth shut i agree cuz people agree. like this i agree i mean it's difficult to get out of bed and uh, that always makes me think of all the european countries that we visited and you know we want to live in and then i'm like yeah. how do people how are people motivated to get out of bed and get to work and be productive right so so anyway so for today we are going to be doing a weekend review that's right? right i know that you're all over our very creatively named slack channel called at technology <laughs> uh, we set up this slack channel I think way back when we started hiring uh, aggressively for Voiro and we saw that a lot of people really didn't have as much information or weren't exposed to as much information as we were and we decided to sort of uh, bombard them on this channel that they could come back uh, you know during their downtime and and uh, and read and opine on and over the last 3 4 weeks you and Rohan have been like really carrying <laughs> the the conversation there Um so yeah so uh, do you want to just yeah. give our listeners a little bit of a view on what we're going to talk about today Of course of course right. So that Slack channel is our is our little town square at yeah. Boyro and I think it's something that I have been pleasantly surprised by in terms of how much power it has um especially because we're all working from home or working in a hybrid fashion But I think that town square is very important to have because it replaces what a cooler conversation and someone asked me the other day they said hey can you tell me more about our industry and my first response was which industry is that because yeah. we are at the intersection of advertising ad tech monetization streaming analytics saas entrepreneurship startup software tech take a breath take a breath yeah yeah <laughs> so the point is we live at the intersection of all of these industries but I think it is a gross understatement to say that these industries are dynamic. Everybody is talking about ads and what content you consume and monetization and that is for me symbolic of the or representative of the fact that the internet is now so deeply a part of our culture that the industry that we are a player in affects everybody. And so the town square is even more important and um um interesting to me because we talk about so many things yep. and what we thought we do today is just do a run through of what's been in Voiro's airwaves chap sure. this past week but before that i wanted to touch upon um a couple of quotes that were in the press this week i read an article in the print mm. where you were interviewed about ipl fatigue and of course everyone is panicking people panic a lot these days but a lot of folks were panicking about ipl ratings having dropped and i think the timing could not be more unfortunate because we are about to finish this ipl and then watch large organizations bid thousands of crores blood bath yeah yeah and we remember fun. the last time that happened of course and i have been hearing 
numbers in the in the vicinity of 40000 crore 50000 crore 60000 crore and of course everyone has irritated me by saying crore dollars which i just <laughs> cannot understand yeah but what i found interesting was your take and i completely agree that while some of the panic is warranted it's also the fact that we've had two ipl so close to each other because sure. of a delay in last year's ipl so things are not things are never as bad as they seem true true and you know you can you can have many takes on it yes yesterday i met somebody who's flying down to bombay to watch the match on sunday they're very excited about it the weather is so nice in bangalore i don't know why she's leaving bangalore and going but the 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 fun and the excitement of watching live sport is something else i mean everybody is kind of climbing out of their hole and trying to figure out what they want to do and yes. i feel like live sport is going to become bigger and better and i'm sure that there's so much more that we can do with all this talk on ar vr metaverse gaming betting you name it um we saw we saw the super bowl do really well this year as well we saw one of uh, india's biggest saas companies amagi participate in it yeah. with nbc peacock yeah so it's um, it's all looking great and there's always a you know a downside a fatigue that is there when you have a repetitive sport especially like you said back to back yeah so yeah yeah so it's uh, it's 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 pretty interesting but you know on the other side on subscriptions i read um what you said on on the concept of password sharing yeah. i know that you wrote like this two page article <laughs> on your very positive take on um on password sharing but the but where you were quoted finally in the mint was it was almost clickbaity the 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 headline it just read you know cracking down on password sharing and everybody had different opinions on it but i agree you know there are different ways of trying to circumvent um and also trying to make people conscientious about password sharing um i mean if you can be buying things on the internet and you can and we are seeing so much happening on the e-commerce space and people like casually buying stuff off of instagram people have money to spend yeah and you know you're not sharing your instagram password yeah. with somebody else so i'm sure yeah. that and i'm and i know instagram is elitist so your share chat password or your yeah. josh password or you know your taka tak password yeah. or whatever else yeah. um i feel like you know as long as consumers are trained or were educated i'm sure that we'll see light um gorav gandhi um from amazon prime was on a panel i want to say 2 months ago where at one point he put his hands up and said hang on stop telling me that indians don't pay for content we have always paid for content Very we true. paid our cable guy we paid our newspaper guy yeah. we bought magazines at the local cigarette shop Very wherever true. you found it we've never ever tried to ride for free yeah we the other day we were talking about how did you subscribe to readers digest do you yeah. remember yeah. and we said we used to post we used to mail it in and we used to have you know a little postcard to give people yeah for free with correct. an annual subscription correct so we've always paid for content and it's never been alien to us and it's so surprising that the rates then versus the rates now have been phenomenally uh, uh, ballooned it's totally affordable uh, so um, I th- I feel you know consumer behavior and and getting people used to something mm-hmm. is the root cause of all of this chaos and at least we know the root cause so we know what to reverse which is consumer education and it'll take time but it'll happen and I also think that we all love a bargain yeah we love it when we've done something um that gives us access for free to content or maybe we want to try it and consumers are always going to find loopholes they true 
I love what some companies have done, like Hotstar, for example, where you can pay for more devices, or the Ken or Morning Context, which yeah, oh, I love you can their buy tokens, tokens systems, yeah. and you can buy bite-sized content. And I think that's where innovation is going to be. If the establishment wraps consumers on the knuckles, we'll fight back. That's very true. I think that's and there is something to be said about what we we keep talking about when we sign on our customers yeah. that the joy of negotiation, right? There is you Absolutely. walk away feeling like you won. Yeah. So yeah. you might as well let consumers win. Yeah. But, uh, you know, content is expensive. Somebody's got to pay for it. And everything can't be subsidized by advertising. So there has to be a healthy balance. My family out in the US shared the article on one of my family groups. And they said, hey, man, watch it. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm using their account. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I mean, it was kind of out of context a little <laughs> bit. But because you had a very positive take on it. But yes, but, you know, everybody's talking about it. So it's good. Yeah. Cool. All right. So. You want to just run us through what's been in the airwaves at Voyager this week? Of course. We, across the week, I think there were five or six things that everybody discussed and jammed on. The first one is something that you and I discussed in extraordinary depth in a 48-minute podcast. Yes. In episode one. Yeah. Which was Benedict Evans' take on retail. And that seems to be everywhere. So I'm not going to get into it in too much detail. Yep. Needless to say, retail is very, very, very well and truly the current thing. Yep. in our industry and rightly so yeah rightly just to so. just to pull from there right tiktok has come up with their tiktok shops and malaysia is seeing some insane amounts of um, uh, increase in the amount of revenue that they are seeing from just commerce on tiktok and they have this whole thing about don't mm-hmm. make ad ads make tiktoks and they are they are already making the concept of tiktoks a verb right which is you know like you and i know it's like the holy grail of arriving as a brand when you become a verb but um, so, I mean, in a country like Malaysia, where one would have actually pegged them as somebody who were very tight-fisted, maybe somewhere, you know, they're not going to spend too much. They have really, really opened the, uh, you know, the gates on how commerce actually happens on, on, a, on a platform like TikTok. And uh, the concept of having brands actually uh, have like these little upticks. Um, may, they may not. It may not be. Uh, it may not be something that's long drawn, and it may not have a long term effect in brand loyalty. But at least trials are driven through TikTok, and it's like in the range of about sixty to sixty five billion dollars last, I think, the third quarter, which is not a number to be scoffed at at all. So people have money to pay uh, for commerce. They'll definitely have money to pay for subscriptions. Content is not cheap, and content is not easy. But content is something that is um, here to stay, all consuming. And, you know, everybody is very discerning today about how they interact with content and commerce. Yep. Yep. The next thing that I think Rohan shared was something about WPP's partnership with Epic Games to find ways for brands to create more offerings in the metaverse. Yeah. And this took me back to something that you and I saw at AdTech. With Sandeep Bhushan. With Sandeep Bhushan, as well as with Nestle, Mm. who were talking about how as a brand that has traditionally been an offline product, what they need more than anything else today is imagination in the boardroom because their marketing approach, their marketing strategy and what they look to their agencies for is no longer just how do I spend my money, but what do I need to create? Yeah. And WPP's move, I think, is on on the heels of publicists making a series of acquisitions. But for me, it signals two things. One is brands are looking to create more offerings in the metaverse because they have to find ways to connect with consumers in a manner that's endemic to the platform. 
and agencies are always the first to reinvent themselves to make sure that they're able to give brands what they need so i think that was an interesting take yeah no true true and uh, even with unilever i remember they did something not metaversey but mainly you know from a you know this whole football thing where they tried to they tried to get i think milo i think milo went into their into regional football and you know uh, local football teams and trying to get people to actually understand how uh, you know the correlation between the brand the brand strategy as well as something that was very very local versus like sponsoring some you know football world cup and so on and so forth and we also see streaming on a local level also increasing and uh, even at adtech and around us we keep listening to these new acronyms of fast which is free ad supported streaming television and it it's so funny right like we're talking about it last time as well we're talking about how things change but they still remain the same our cable guy used to have his own channel with one sidey green screen and they used to have like this local stuff that happened and he would stream a whole bunch of stuff that was it was free ad supported television it was not streaming but it was television all right so you know you literally have a pop up channel on on the cable television that he was streaming to our i mean he was sending or broadcasting to our to our homes it's similar it's just the it's just the pipes that have changed right and that's brings me to a very interesting uh, point that you had made about ats madrid mm-hmm. you want to tell everybody about the four the four big things that were yes. talked about kiran o'kane another gentleman that we all follow at boyro is of course speaking at ats madrid and we are waiting for everything to come out of there so that we can talk about it in next week's podcast but he shared a photograph of the opening keynote which said here are the big trends for 2022 no surprises the open web retail media data driven tv yes. which i know you love yeah. as a way to cuz we fought about this internally and i we lost yeah. the poll internally as well although ratko's poll <laughs> was was completely the completely yeah. different yeah go ahead go ahead and then of course gaming and wall gardens yeah. and I'm very excited to see what comes out of every one of these pieces and may I just say hooray for conferences. Yes, I tell you. I mean I used to dread them before. I know I attended IBC by myself and I said <laughs> I'm never doing this again in my entire life. I need a wingman or wingwoman because it is the most depressing thing to to attend a conference on your own but when done well conferences are great fun. There are a lot of learning and as you can see we're talking about a conference we attended 3 weeks ago till today. Yeah. So there's lots going on and everybody's like all eyes on it. Um Ratko sends us a um, weekly update which for some reason just disappeared off the yeah. face of the earth in 2020 and resurrected itself 3 weeks ago. And you wrote to him. Yeah. Thanked him first. I wrote to him and he replied and I was such a fan girl moment. I was like oh my god he replied because I wrote to him and said thank you for starting again. But he always has this really nice debrief of whatever's happening around the world. and he had this and he now has this poll going on and we did the same poll right you want to talk about the same poll that we did in our office so his poll last week was what is the biggest opportunity in adtech and he had about 10 or 11 options and voiros the entire voiro team voted and what we voted as first second and third were second third and fourth on his list so yeah. those were identity measurement in retail media yeah which we saw at ats we saw it at adtech the only thing that he had as number 1 was connected tv and of course he said that a lot of the folks in his readership is uh, are connected people TV. who work in connected tv but it was an interesting set of answers yeah see the thing about connected tv and this is the argument that we've been having and i don't know whether you know our listeners will will agree or disagree is that we keep talking about the fact that the medium of delivery has changed so therefore the possibilities have changed or have increased 
and there are a few uh, uh, statistics out saying that the use of connected tv for advertising hasn't really met the kind of viewership connected tv has it's lesser advertising is lesser than the viewership so there is some time for it to grow but at the end of the day there is the jury is out there as to what is connected tv is it your set top box is it me watching on a large screen is it device based is it is it a television broadcast through the internet isn't that streaming so there is a lot to do with um, you know nomenclature which is why i like ats ats madrid's definition of data driven television which is yeah. which is good because at the end of the day i don't think people are going to try and aggregate you know unique households after a point because it's going to become unnaturally large and now the conversation is also moved towards managing your carbon footprint just because you can query data do you really want to burn a server down right so there's so much happening on the ctv data driven tv side i like data driven tv i'm going to adopt it as my <laughs> new keyword instead of ctv but identity measurement and retail media for sure these three are huge drivers they're going to be ones that are going to have a lot of companies mushrooming lots of investments in these spaces lot of other companies who are going to be looking to buy and structure their entire tech stack to address these growing markets we see this happening even close to home with um swiggy and flipkart and you know uh zepto and all these like delivery guys and delivery services all coming together uh, so there's lots of lot of stuff that's happening on that front and uh, we also have our own concept of identity coming in in terms of regulation with pdpa so we'll have to wait and watch as to what happens there uh, what i really like is if you look at ctv you look at retail media and if you look at web 3 at large and just look at the last maybe 24 months i was listening to a podcast yesterday with my favorite product dude in the world shri ram krishnan who runs the good time show which i'm very happy that they've resurrected he was talking about how if you are an internet fanboy or fan girl or fan person today is the right time to pay attention because everybody is sitting and figuring out the basics much like what happened in the early 90s late 80s i want to say when a lot of the building blocks of what we now take for granted were being put together by very very interesting thinkers and i see the same thing happening in all of these three worlds and of course with identity and measurement as well you and i had a call with iabs tech lab the other day where they were talking about how the race in ctv is to put down standards for measurement because they just don't exist right now and i'm sure there's a lot of good work happening but more than anything else it's exciting to see voiro paying attention every one of our employees has a different take every one of our teammates has a different set of interest but paying attention is is fascinating and it's fun to be in this industry very true all right to wrap it up we have one last thing that you put up yesterday which was on uh, the era of fraud verification ending yes. you want to give us a quick top line of what that is yes of course um jayesh who's a a friend of voiro yeah. and who lives in singapore is an xinmobi and z5 um executive shared something about fraud verification as an end of an era and fraud analytics as the new era and of course sounds like just another statement but some of the details in there were quite shocking to me about what gets missed today by most fraud um ad fraud protection providers if if that's the right phrase and it was, it was an interesting read that we ended the week on at voiro because while ad fraud has been huge 
as um, an industry trend, as a concept, and there has been a host of companies from Moat to Double Verify to Integral Ad Science, I think, that have created products that have really helped advertisers. Augustine Fu, who wrote this blog, argued about how the problem still hasn't been solved. As a result of which, there is still a massive leakage of brand spend. And what I love about every trend that we look at is that the community that we are a part of is actively trying to acknowledge these problems and solve them because there are only wins for everyone if these problems get solved. Very true. So yeah, that's the wrap for the week. And uh, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to it. We are going to be putting up all the links. If you have something interesting that we need to read yeah. and we should be sharing on our at Tech Knowledge Slack group, yeah. uh, please go ahead and send it to us. And until next week, bye. Have a good day.